Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to your What Culture Wrestling News. A former WWE star has teased an AEW appearance for a change. WWE are struggling to sell tickets for Survivor Series this year. Bailey has endorsed this wrestler for Queen of the Ring. And a whole host of other names have been drafted in the first round of the WWE Draft. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Adam Cleary. And this is the news. Sort of. Yes, yeah. anyway, going first, a former... WWE star, a wasted talent, yet another wasted talent yeah. in WWE, has teased ever so slightly an impending AEW appearance. Now, before we get into the who's the what's the where's, the way you correctly structure a new story, uh -huh. I'm just going to say, oh, this is maybe a bit too many ex-WWE stars for AEW for my personal <laughs> liking. Anyway, 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 anyway. Buddy Murphy, who you and I and you have not seen mm. since the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal on SmackDown, as I was reminded oh, was when it? I was apparently, yes, back in April of this year. His 90 days is long since over. He's been doing some stuff in Independence all over the mm -hmm. world. There's a lot of talk because he's incredibly talented. Will he end up in AEW? Certainly, you'd probably say about 12 months ago, an immediate pickup for them, yep. like an obvious pickup for AEW. He is teased potentially being in the upcoming Casino Battle Royale. How has he teased this, Adam Wilborn? I don't know. How has he teased this? He tweeted the Joker emoji. He's a bloody Joker. That's why. I forgot. God, oh God. Yeah, it's why, getting. Why are you do? Why are you do the story? Because to I me? thought I, I'd tee you up, and it would be a big surprise for everyone. Right, fair enough. He tweeted the Joker emoji, which is it's a tiny little playing card emoji. If yes. You look really it's tiny, it's weird, it's petite. If you look right in on it, it is the Joker emoji. He tweeted that, and everyone went. Eh? Because uh, he wrote then he deleted it straight away and he was like, because obviously, I don't know, whether he was trying to do a deliberate thing of like, just get them in, just get them in. Oh, he's deleted it. Maybe that makes it a bit more exciting. Get idiots like you and me to come in on the Monday morning <laughs> and report it as if like that means yeah. something. So this has led to speculation that he might be appearing in the upcoming Casino Battle Royale for AEW. Now, I'm just going to circle back to my original point. Is this one too many former WWE stars for AEW? It's one of those, it's, isn't it? Because he's so good, yes. yes but... This is another one. We've seen this so much recently where you go like, all right, no more. That's enough. That's enough. You, what's that you can get? Daniel Bryan, CM yeah. Punk and Adam Cole? All right, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's one of those where, oh. and they got Leo Rush obviously recently oh, as well. No. You know, maybe it'll just be a one-off appearance. Occasionally when they have the Joker appearances in other like Battle Royales or ladder matches or whatever it may be, then that's just a one-off appearance and he can go off and can do other stuff. I know he's teasing stuff with Osprey in New Japan as well. Um, I'll allow it. But I think that, I, to be honest, I, I, think, I think there's an impending Cole coming for that AEW roster for the first time. Well, Cole's to one side. I will say this 
should not matter. No. It should not matter these XWWE because so many of these wrestlers they get labelled as XWWE. They've made their name other places. They've got relationships within that company already. They they have they are they are stars in their own right away from the run they've had with that company. But that being said, optics do matter in these sorts of things, and it can't. I don't know. The one way they can get around this is hopefully sort of breaking the way we're used to seeing a roster work, and that is rotating talent. Yeah, they've sort yeah. of done this, but for me, they've sort of. It's been a bit on and off in terms of like they'll bring someone in and then four weeks later they'll bring them back and expect that people will remember what they were just doing rather than I think you should have like a thing where Miro, for example, can go off now and have a bit of a break for two, three months because he's had that brilliant TNT title reign. He's lost it. He is in prime position for me to come back and challenge for the world championship. But that can't happen right now because Kenny Omega's got it. So wait till a babyface has it. Yeah. And hopefully that's a change that we're going to see rather than here's Buddy Murphy. See you in two months, buddy. You know, I, uh, I'm not sure. But like you say, you'll make space for someone like him. He's phenomenally talented. Right, let's move on and talk about WWE and Survivor Series. It is seven weeks away, according so, to so my... watch. <laughs> According to my calculations. Uh, and according to Wrestling Observer Radio and Dave Meltzer on there, they are struggling to sell tickets. We'll take a couple of the runs, right? For Survivor Series. For free. I'll take a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's going down, of course, in the Barclays Centre, Brooklyn, New York. Have you been there, Adam Cleary? Yeah, we've been in the Barclays Centre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The way you asked me that, I wasn't sure if I was supposed <laughs> to say, like, yes, no, you idiot. That was, yes. our, that was our night off. It, we did three new stories. Indeed, yes. Uh, well, apparently, around this time of year, normally they were expecting to sell around 7,000 tickets, but they've only sold approximately 5,000. That includes some freebies and some that are supposedly for reselling on the secondary market as well. We've seen a lot of this recently. I was just talking to Sid in the office about how the Long Island shows that WWE and AEW are putting on, I think they're a roar and a dynamite off yeah. the top of my head, that AEW are beating them in those markets. Now, people will say, oh, it's because the prices are different, but Meltzer points out that prices are the same as they were last year and they were selling pretty well then, or actually they wouldn't have been selling pretty well then, presumably it didn't actually happen because no. of the pandemic. But you know what I mean, previously they've been fine and UFC does fine in that market as well and they're at a similar price point to WWE. Concerning news for WWE fans? For WWE fans? Well, actually, no, actually, no, but, uh, it's no. great news for WWE fans because it means chances are there's going to be some incredibly cheap tickets going for Survivor Series yes. nearer the time, which is great for people who want to go to that show, possibly mm. including people sitting on this news video right now. But concerning for WWE, yes, because the thing was, AEW was always going to come into the market and there was going to be competition. It was going to take TV viewers away, but it was never really a worry because the company's so secure in terms of its television deals yes. and its live sales, it was never going to impact the bottom line. This is the bottom line. If they're not selling tickets particularly well because there's yeah. an event going on for another wrestling company in sort of the same area at sort of the same time, that's really bad. That's really, really, it's a really big bad. big four pay-per-view. Like, this isn't, you know, bragging rights not selling out. Well, this is the thing. Survivor Series is bragging rights not selling well, out. Yes. Because <laughs> they've made this brand versus brand thing with virtually zero stipulations whatsoever. A lot of the... Survivor Series is excellent because it puts matchups together that you never normally get to see, which for years was an incredible USP mm. of Survivor Series. But now, one of the things AEW specifically does is it's putting together matches that you never thought you'd get to see. <laughs> yeah. So it's not even got that novelty factor. Survivor Series is one of my favourite WWE pay-per-views. Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel important anymore, though. Like, do, do, Honestly, do you think Survivor Series is a bigger deal than Money in the Bank? No, I, well, I love Money in the Bank, so I'm biased here. But they should be able to sell it a lot better than actually in previous years, because you should be saying... Roman Reigns versus Big E, you might actually finally get that match. Or, you know, the Usos versus RK Bro. Like, there's some potentially great matchups. Charlotte versus Becky, run it back, sort of thing. But. You're saying all these matches. 
Are you, is, are any of them genuinely getting your pulse race? Roman Big E is. But at, Big E at, and at Survivor Roman. Series, not at WrestleMania. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Do you would you trust them to I just do that love properly? a bit I just love a bit of red versus blue, that's what I love. <laughs> but yes, they, they are struggling and we'll keep you updated as those things develop. Right. Okay, I've got a story. Okay. It's sort of a story anyway. Yeah. Right, so Queen of the Ring. Well, the Queen's Crown Tournament that's going to be on yes. SmackDown. It's not on SmackDown. Then go on to Raw and then it's going to finish at Crown Jewel. Yeah, what could possibly go what wrong could there? possibly go wrong with all of that? The finals will be at Crown Jewel, which I'm praying does not mean one final that is given seven or eight minutes. Oh. I'm hoping that means... My money's on Shane McMahon. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, wouldn't put it past them. Anyway, so this begins soon. They have announced precisely... Zero entrance for this so far, which well, is not the end of the world. Good. It's good. Cool. It gives us a podcast. It's still going to be quite, still going to be quite exciting if it's a bit of a surprise element to it. But of course, as we've always seen with King of the Ring, what this tournament does is it allegedly gives WWE an opportunity to elevate somebody above other members of the roster without having to bury people on the way mm-hmm. because it's only a tournament format. Every there's got to be losers in a tournament. Yes, you do not suffer by getting beaten in a tournament unless it's like a major shock thing. Mm-hmm. But of course, the format of it means you should get beat by somebody on around your level anyway. Vince hates tournaments, apparently. Idiot. Wrestling fans love tournaments. Yep. So good that this one is back. Now, the reason I'm going around the house is here is because I'm trying to add some kind of meat to this story for you. Liv Morgan, who again has not been announced in this tournament, yep, yep, yep. has been tweeting a lot about how she's going to win this tournament. She posted pictures of her on a throne. She posted a picture of the King dude from Ready to Rumble, yes, the WCW yeah, yeah, yeah. film. And everyone's like, oh, that'd be good. That'd be great. It'd be great for Liv Morgan to win that. That would, that would really be a shot in the arm for Liv Morgan, provided they take it seriously and, mm. they, you know, they don't, like, brawn her. They give her something like Queen of the Ring belt and she never, <laughs> ever uses it again. Yeah. Bailey has endorsed her. Oh, that's good. Sort of. Oh. She just quote-tweeted her saying, I'll allow it. Which, which is why, if you rewind the tape now, you said I'll allow it about five minutes ago. And I went, oh, no, because you'd ruined the point. You'd ruined oh, the, sorry about that. You'd ruined the big thing of the... Uh, yeah, yeah, this story. I will allow it. That's the story. That is the story. It's a, a ringing endorsement. I think you'll find a queen of the ringing endorsement. Yes, I think and you'll find. it's going to be Charlotte winning the whole thing because <laughs> she's the queen, and they can't get out their own way. Well, she's not been announced yet, so it might not. She's going to win it. She's I would have that. Yeah, can't get out of their own. Who do you think is going to win it? Let us know in the comments, as well, especially who do you think should be King of the Ring and why should it be Xavier Woods? Uh, let's move on to the picks from the WWE draft. I said the first round. Of course, I got that wrong earlier on. What I mean by that is the first night of the WWE draft. The second night, of course, goes down tonight on Monday Night Raw. But they had the bonus picks on top of what happened on SmackDown that were revealed on Talking Smack, I believe. Uh, I'll just run you through everyone who's been drafted where. Don't forget, Adam Cleary, with this. Half the time, people get drafted to exactly where they are. Drafted to Monday Night Raw, Akira Tozawa, who's already on Monday Night Raw. Now, they did pick some people up who were already on SmackDown. You've got the Alpha Academy, Otis and Chad Gable, Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz, and Zelina Vega, all going from SmackDown to Monday Night Raw. Sticking on Raw is going to be Doodrab, uh, Drake Maverick, John Morrison, Nijax, Reggie, R-Truth, and T-Bar. Uh, and then in terms of drafts to SmackDown, Mace, he's going from Raw to they SmackDown. They split them up. They've split a tag team up. One tag team has stuck together in the transfer, though. Mansoor and Mustafa Ali nice. are going to SmackDown. Aliyah is finally reappearing, like half the people that they just took off NXT and went, forget about them. Aliyah's now on SmackDown, as is Drew Gulak. Fingers crossed for him. Tony Storm also staying on SmackDown as well. And if you were wondering on Friday, I saw a lot of people complaining the next day. Why haven't they picked Becky Lynch? No one's picked Becky Lynch yet. 
she's in the draft tonight. They split the roster up in half. But what do you reckon? Who's your who's your pick to do well out of those who've moved shows? Alpha Academy, Apollo Cruz and Amanda Aziz, uh, Zelina Vega, Aliyah, Drew Gulak, Mace, and Mansoor and Mustafa Ali. All right, so serious answer. My pick is Mansoor and Mustafa Ali. Yeah. Well. They do seem to have a bit of some kind of impetus behind them. Yeah. Now, there's definitely something there. There's a lot of chemistry. They're good on television. The story's at least a bit interesting. Um, my The answer I actually want to give is my pick for who's going to do well there is whoever has the shortest time remaining on their contract. Yeah, absolutely fair enough. Let us know your picks, though, in the comments, and we'll follow up with all the uh, developments on night two of the draft on tomorrow night's after Monday Night Raw. Let's move on to your Twitter questions, though. At what culture WWE? Of course, we're going to get in touch with this. Biggest Joe starts us off. Uh, he says, "If hi guys, if none of them switch brands on Monday, could you see a fatal four-way at WrestleMania between the four horsewomen as they are all on SmackDown? Yes, Charlotte Flair moving to SmackDown on Friday night. Yes." Yes, I, I, don't know, I don't know when Bailey's due to come back, but it, I think we'll be all right. Uh, yes, yes, I absolutely could see them doing that. I know it's a really boring answer and very short, but they need... I don't know. I think the thing about the four horsewomen thing is it felt very much like a marketing thing at the time, and it was pretty much only really being used because they wanted to set up four horsewomen versus four horsewomen. But the four of them, in isolation, have all had, like all-timer yeah. Hall of Fame careers. The, the work they've all done, either individually or against each other or with each other, for the women's division, for the for women's wrestling in general, in WWE and the wider world, is you you cannot overstate that. Mm. The further away we get from that whole uh, four horse women uh, women's revolution thing, the less sort of not money is in this match, but less sort of prestige is in mm -hmm. this match. Like, oh, the, that's the that's the four women who we used to call the four horse women. Oh, that'll be a fun match. Whereas now this feels like it's right at the end of that life cycle. Yeah. For this being the thing, you've got to start thinking about. You know, you've got your Bianca Belairs coming up, for example, women who are going to chart their own course, who yeah. are going to achieve things away from this bubble of the four horse women. Now is probably one of the last years I think you can do that, and it carries the same sort of prestige mm. that it would have had two two or three years ago. So yes, yeah, I, really I think like they should that. do that. Is the, is I like the that. Answer. SmackDown Women's Championship on the line. And then on the other side, because I think Bianca Belair, yes, she did move to Monday Night Raw. Just have a singles match, Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair, yeah. playing off the fact that they were the last people in the Rumble last year. It worked this year, it would be, but then last it year. It works. It works. And yeah, it's it's a hell of a, a huge match to put on WrestleMania, which they're pretending to do. We might also get the Rock and Roman Reigns if we're lucky. Uh, right, second question today comes from Jacob S, who says, let's, for example, say an AEW megastar, your Orange Cassidy's, your Britt Baker's, your Darby Allen's, move to WWE. Would Vince send them to NXT first? Sorry, NXT 2.0. Uh, or have them debut all Raw and SmackDown. Oh, I, look, you can't ask that kind of question. Like, it depends who it is, absolutely, doesn't mm -hmm. it? If you if you sign someone from AEW because they are available and you think they're going to improve WWE, they probably will go to NXT first. I just mm -hmm. don't know really how they regard that in terms of development anymore because it doesn't really feel like it develops people as well as it used to. No. But it certainly does teach you the WWE house. I, I don't, it depends on the person. If they, it, sign, if they sign somebody because they want to get them specifically, they think taking them from AEW is a huge scalp, Probably not. You want to put them on the biggest brand as soon as possible. Um, Britt Baker, for example. If you get Britt Baker, you don't put her on NXT. If you get uh, that Brian Danielson lad, for example, you probably don't put him on NXT. You get Adam Cole, you don't put him on NXT. You get the Bucks, you don't put them on NXT. You get Omega, you don't put them on NXT. But you get, like, somebody who's got to come in and do a new gimmick or someone who's got to come yeah. in and do a bit of character work. It depends who it is. Yeah. I, I, sorry, I can't give you... I, sorry, I can't <laughs> whip it out and just tell you, yes, he does, because he hates them all. But. I would love if they signed Brian Danielson and Vince was like, who the hell's this guy? This Get guy. him to learn the WWE style for two years, pal. 
Right, final question today comes, so small. <laughs> comes from Mark Lee Willis. He says, uh, Morning, guys. With football and wrestling intertwining now and then, especially with Chance of Music, what original chance can either of you come up with that uses influence from the other? E.g. chanting Arsenal's midfielder Smith Rowe to the tune of Hit Row. So it'd be Smith Row. <laughs> Congratulations to Hit Row to move, move to the main roster, by the way. I've thought about this. You've, I'm going to give you two options and you can pick your favourite, okay? So, off the back of one of the best goals of the season yesterday, what if the star player of Liverpool came out every week to Matt Riddle's music and it went, Mo! Or, second choice, slightly less current, I'll admit, but... Andy Cole, baby! Andy Cole, baby! You can do all of Carlton Cole, baby! Joe Cole! Ashley Cole, baby! Let us know your picks. Let us know your suggestions and your picks in the comments. Can we get to the end finally? Because I'm so excited. Okay. I, I have no okay. idea what this okay. is. Okay, right. So, uh, inspired partially by Buddy Murphy tweeting that Joker card, then getting rid of right. it. Right. Today's and finally is going to be a magic trick. What? I'm going to do actual magic trick. What? I'm going to do actual magic trick on you. So, I went to see Darren Brown at the end. Oh, went, right. Went all the way to Blackpool. Hello, Lauren. Went all the way to Blackpool. Oh, to I, see saw Darren Brown. I saw really you. I saw your Twitter picture. I tweeted that I was in Paris. Loads of people were like, is that actually the Eiffel? <laughs> the Eiffel Tower's got a heart on it. Genuinely happen. But anyway, we're going to do a quick magic trick. We're going to, um, basically, you know how we do the quizzes? People always think it's a gimmick, me reading your mind. No, it's not. It's not. I can't actually do it. I'm going to prove it by doing a card trick with you, okay? So, you are happy. We'll just show these to the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are happy. This is a real deck, of cards. deck of cards. There's not like a few at the start, and like they're no, all, these all are mixed up. All mixed up. You have a proper look. They're all different. It's a, yeah. prop, it's a real deck of cards. That's a real deck of I'm cards. Really, I'm worried about screwing this up for you. And now. you can see me shuffling them. This yeah. is a, re a real deck of cards. These are all completely real deck of cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, okay. So what I want you to do is I want you to just cut the deck okay. in the middle somewhere. Oh, do you want me to take them off you or just... No, whatever. Okay, right. Right, now give me that. I should probably need... Uh, pass me the book from behind because you need to put this on somewhere. This book? Yeah. Right. right, so you've cut this deck of cards, okay? And we're going to mark them. Sorry, we're going to mark them there to show where you cut them. Okay? Uh-huh. Now, I haven't messed with that. No. You've just cut that deck of cards. Yeah. Did everyone's on the, everyone see on the camera, they didn't see me messing with the cards. No. So, I made you turn around. That could have been a diversion. Oh, yeah. But it'd be on the footage. You, I didn't go and start messing when we turned around. You cut this deck of cards. Yeah. Okay. So that is where you cut your cards. Yes. Now, I want you to look at that top card. You can show it to the camera. Don't let me see it. Okay. That's your card. That's okay, where you right. cut the deck. Okay. Right, and then just put it back. Just put it back, shuffle them on up, get rid of it. Oh, I'll shuffle, do you want me to shuffle them? Yeah, just get rid of them. I'm not going to look at them again. Okay. That was your card? Yes. You're happy that was your card? Absolutely. You the deck there. Right, Fair. so what, what, now I'm going to need to read your mind with this, obviously. Okay. But I need you to think about the card. Okay. Right, so whatever it was, just picture the symbol and the suit. So if it was like two of clubs, just okay. think two club, two club, okay. two club. So just do that over and over, but with your card, not that Yeah, card. yeah, yeah. So just queen heart, queen heart, queen heart. Right. I'm scared now. Do you, want, do you want me to say what it was? What was your card? It was the Queen of Hearts. Yeah, it was Queen of Hearts. Yeah, I could see it was current. How did you? Because you were because you were saying it in your head. Anyway, that's our ad. Finally, let us know what your card was, even though it was everyone had the same card. In the. Uh... How did you... <laughs> let us know your thoughts in the comment section below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcast from for daily wrestling podcasts. Myself and the Dadly Boys sitting down. I'm really concerned by that. <laughs> to review SmackDown and AW Rampage and look ahead to Monday Night Raw a little bit later. Plus, you let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at What Culture WWE. Well, actually, there, follow both of us. You can follow Adam Cleary at, at Adam Cleary, C L E R Y. And if you want to follow him, just guess his handle. Follow us all at What Culture <laughs> WWE. People in the comments are going to be like, I was just, you, you planned that in advance, you planned that in advance. No, he just said, I've got this something special planned, and 
Yeah. Queen of Hearts. There you go. <laughs> I don't know what to do now. My day's sort of thrown out and thrown in all through a loop. Thanks for watching. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you soon. Bye.